0: I'm Alison Capon, founder of Women Who Tech, and I'm really excited for today's Women's Startup Challenge podcast. Every week, we feature one of 10 women-led startups whose game-changing products we believe is going to have a huge impact. Now, here's where you come in. After the show, visit womenwhotech.com backslash vote and rate the startup's pitch. At the end of the season, we'll award $5,000 to the winning startup determined by our guest investors and you, our listeners. Joining me on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast today is Allie Burns. Allie is the Managing Director of Village Capital. Thanks so much for joining us again, Allie. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. So, Allie, I know that Village Capital supports startups that focus on emerging markets and supporting entrepreneurship ecosystems. One of the biggest problems we've seen in these countries is the lack of credit for people who aren't very wealthy. And that's why I'm excited to introduce you to our next guest, Raffaella Cavalcanti, who founded Cloak. She's developed a platform that provides nano-credit to the poor and the unbanked. Welcome to the Women's Startup Challenge podcast, Rafaela.
1: Thank you for having me here.
0: Absolutely.
1: Can you tell us more about Cloak? Yeah, sure. Well, first, I would like to tell you a bit more about myself. So I'm Rafaela. I'm the CEO and founder of Cloak. I'm Brazilian, and I come from a family of informal entrepreneurs. All of my family are entrepreneurs. And they have built their own business uh, from nothing. We used to live just fine in Brazil. It was a poor neighborhood, but everything was good until my parents' business, both of them, got robbed together about 17 times. And, you know, like, debt starts to file. They could not get loans in the bank. They could not have help from family or friends anymore. So they got the only option, which was to get credit from loan sharks. I was 10 when it all happened, and I grew up seeing how it's very difficult and dependent once you start using credit from loan sharks. And this is not just, like, it hasn't changed since then. Uh, the loan sharks charge nowadays about 7,000% a year. It's insane amount. And besides the interest rate, it's also very dangerous to get a loan from loan sharks, if you guys are uh, listening and don't know what uh, it means, it's, they can easily go to your house and get anything that they think it's worth uh, having, and they can also threaten your life. And this is not just a Brazilian reality. This is also a reality of other countries. In Latin America, for example, according to the World Bank, about 51% of the population don't have access to, to formal financial services. And there, that is, is where clock comes. We want to offer nano credits as nano as $30, for example, to the poor and they are banked via app. Uh, we use uh, just a mobile, and this mobile is designed to be easy to access and for these people to to request and receive loans within minutes in the bank accounts if they have, or in an e-wallet if they don't have a bank account. Everything is automated, it's 100 percent automated. It uses artificial intelligence to improve results, increase the reach and and also minimize the cost that the traditional loan providers now have. So that is Glock. Great. Thanks so
2: much, Rafaela. I really appreciate you sharing your personal experience. That's very important to me to understand sort of why someone comes to solve a problem. And that experience you had from a very young age was really interesting. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your business model. Um, tell me more about when, when you're sort of... Lending this nano credit to individuals, how will you ultimately make money? Who who is is your paying customer?
1: Okay, so you made the revenue model. Yes, it's very straightforward. So it's the final customer, the the the, the normal people, the the sellers in the street, or the person that just need the loans. It can be anyone, and we generate revenue on the interest rate of the loans we provide. And so we try to keep the cost very low. We use some techniques of uh, microfinance. And with that, we also try to keep the defaults low. And we expect to have a pre-cost of one-tenth in the beginning, or now in this this, uh, first year, because we are building our credit model. So there there will be a couple more defaults. But as the credit model improves, we expect it to be 6 tenth of the interest rate we receive. So the revenue to be six tenths of the interest. Great. Thank you. And what countries are you in
2: right now? And do you have a vision for expanding to additional markets?
1: Yeah. So we are now in Brazil. We have to start uh, with one country. We focus in Latin America. We chose Brazil because of my experience there and know and understand the market. But uh, we know that are similar markets or similar ways that people understand and request loans, which would be uh, just close by in Colombia, Peru, for example. So we focus on scaling to those countries. Great.
2: And who do you see as your competition and how will you position yourself
1: to win against them? Yeah, sure. In Brazil, I would say that banks and all the online lenders, They because they are focused on higher loans, about $150 and up, They are not really our competition. I would say that credit cards, they are our legal competitors, but they are extremely expensive. In Brazil, they are charging about 480% interest a year. And to be uh, more honest, I think our biggest competitors are the loan sharks because they are easy to, to get a loan and people still use them quite often. Like nowadays, they have a business card and websites and people can just get a loan at any time. Internationally, there are or the loans, uh, non-loans provider via app, but they are mostly focused in Africa and Asia. So, so I would say that Latin America is still quite, like, not really big competitors here. Great, thank you, Rafaela. <laughs> I would love to hear more about
0: how the product actually works. So, let's say I sign on to your platform. Tell me about yeah. that experience. Like, how do how would I go about applying for that loan?
1: Sure. It's a very easy process. The client would download the app, sign up with name, address. They take a photo of the ID and they take a selfie. And, and that's all they need to do. And then they can make the loan simulation. They can request a loan right away. We, on our side, we analyze the credit based on the behavioral data with our own credit model. We get the data all from the phone. So just like GPS, just uh, contact messages, for example and besides it, we we also in the app we have a group pressure too, just like it happens in microcredits and and it can uh, keep the client up to date on the payments all this is automated and our algorithm analyze the request and send the answer to the client uh, like the same day it's it's with a couple of hours um on uh, after the process after the client gets a loan if he, he wants to request another loan they can also get a discount If they watch, for example, educational videos that we have inside of the app and we we use these videos in order to teach them to work better with their personal finances because we don't want to just give loans and keep the clients in a loop of paying, get another loan, paying, get another loan. We want to help them to, to, to improve their lives. And one last point that I want to say here is that we are giving all these loans with our own money. So we're not peer-to-peer and and now we we are self-funded. and this is a, a reason that we we are now looking for investment to increase the reach we have with clients and impact minimal lives. Do you ever see it going to a peer-to-peer model like a Kiva? Not really uh, in this moment because we want it to be fast. and when you have peer-to-peer, you have to to wait a bit in order to make sure that the investor money, is accepted by that other side. And another detail, even if it would be fast, in Brazil, that there is a, a special regulation for peer-to-peer that is just being out, and it's a bit more difficult to enter in, in that way. So in Brazil, uh, we were not going to work on peer-to-peer. And tell us about the default rate. We had the beta, and in the beta, the default was 10.7% which is really, really low. If yeah. you think that we just started the, the the credit analysis, our own credit analysis, so it was really nice. Yeah, I mean, that's um, pretty can, impressive, considering that yeah, you're making a decision in two hours. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell also other numbers on the beta if you would, would like to hear. That would be great. Our loans, they were between 25 and $75, and the average is about 15 days to pay back. Uh, We had a return rate of 45% within the first month of the loan paid. And we had a mixed clientele that that was about 45% female. The age went uh, from 25 to 45. And all the clients, which which is interesting, is that they came from poor neighborhoods. We could check on the GPS uh, part. And apart from these numbers, we got very good feedback on the UX. And, and and that made us uh, progress on make the app even easier than we thought it was. Great. Can you tell me a little bit more about your
2: user acquisition strategy? How are you actually capturing new customers? Are you using partnerships? Are you going direct to consumers? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, um, at the beginning we we sorted two ways out. So the first would be uh, Facebook because we noticed uh, this kind of uh, clientele, they they're mostly on Facebook. And we did one ad, uh, one single ad now to, to start a waiting list and to keep keeping on loans. And we got, on the first day, about 370 messages requesting to get a loan. Just to, with, There was just a sign up here to, to, to the wait list. But this, all these people, they started talking and wanting to know more. So we thought that Facebook is quite an easy way to, to get to, to, to talk to the clients. And the other way is that within the app, you can bring your friends uh, to, to form the groups that we have in the app. So they share between themselves. And, and that's how we saw that it works in, in the beta. We didn't do Facebook or WhatsApp, no marketing. It was just a sharing via the app. And, and that's how we got uh, everyone from the beta. Great. Thank you. So where can we find your startup online? Uh, it's at www that clock, which is C-L-O-Q dot com dot B-R, that's the Brazilian website. And if you want it in English, that will be clock dot E-U. Wonderful. Well, thank
0: you so much for being on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast today, Rafaela. It was awesome learning more about your startup and we wish you much success. Oh, thank
1: you so much for having me here. It was really nice. Thank you.
0: So Allie, I was really inspired by Rafaela's personal story of her family being a lot of entrepreneurs. They were robbed 17 times and they were forced to go to loan sharks because they couldn't get a loan from a bank. So she has this really incredible story. She understands the challenges of getting a loan and being poor, not being able to access a traditional loan from a bank. And I think what she's doing is, is super interesting, super needed, not just in, you know, countries like Brazil and across Latin America, but I could see this actually being used in the United States. What do you think?
2: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, Well, first of all, you know, at Village Capital, we talk all the time about how important it is to have lived experience with a problem. And boy, does Rafaela have lived experience with the problem. And that develops passion and perseverance to see through the difficult entrepreneurial journey that, uh, you know, is ahead of any founder. In terms of nano credit. Yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunity in the U.S. as well. There is a significant percentage of the population in the U.S. that's unbanked never gets talked about. And access to credit and access to capital is really important to help lift people out of poverty all around the world. So I think there's a huge opportunity there.
0: Yeah, agreed. I was also really impressed with such low default numbers, Yeah, 10.7%, and that 45% paid the loan back within the first 30 days. Um, I think that she's onto something, and I hope that it spreads honestly across the world. Yeah, her initial traction is really impressive.